playing with the figurines. Uh, that's, that's Krim. Yep, He's yep. going to be alone in his room being like, Kaito, I'm a wanderer. <laughs> and then someone's going to walk through the door and be like, hey, Krim, you want to play EDH? And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down to play just EDH. Throw the cards. <laughs> just shuffle them back in oh, really yeah, quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just I was just goldfishing. That's that's what I was doing. Krim, I, I, I saw what you were doing. <laughs> We've been watching you for the last ten minutes, dude. <laughs> oh my god. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Nissan Podcast, hosted by Josh L. Kim. That's me, and Krim, the Asian Avenger. That's him. That's me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, a bunch of different big crossover news uh, that's happening between video games and anime. I think just in general, we've been uh, entering kind of a high period of hype for a lot of different video games with some of the new releases, you know, such as Pokemon and uh, Lost Ark. And um, by the time this episode releases, Elden Ring will be out and i know a lot of people are excited for that i think that was uh if their pcs can handle it yeah <laughs> well i gotta check on mine uh i think it was <laughs> voted as the most anticipated game of this year so uh i you know i'm sure people are uh, very hyped about that but we have other news to get into first um so yeah let's get into that we so yeah as you know this week's uh the weeb weekly the weeb weekly we have so many like video game related news, right? But it's it's like we're not we're not just talking about like regular video games, I guess regular video games like Elden Ring and whatnot. We're talking about like also anime crossover video games. And like so you you've seen like Fortnite, right? And have Naruto and like Sasuke like blasting people with like an auto <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, "Man, that doesn't make any sense, but you know, I thought that would end there, but it turns out there's an even more ambitious one, and it looks really bad. Now, trust me, I have a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt on, okay? I love Jujutsu Kaisen, and it's my love for Jujutsu Kaisen that is offended by this, but there is a PUBG. You remember that game? Yeah, people still play that. There's a mobile PUBG crossover with Jujutsu Kaisen. Now... <laughs> If you've ever needed to see Megumi drop down with a parachute holding an assault rifle, gunning people down, this is your game. They've got a Jujutsu Kaisen mobile PUBG crossover where there's a JJK mode, and I believe there's some form of domain expansion going on in there, too. I'm not entirely sure. But this has to be, like, a mind-blowing like mind-blowing news to you, right? Yeah, I, like... I didn't think we could get any weirder with Fortnite and Naruto, but then PUBG says, <laughs> hold my beer, I got you, and has this weird uh, crossover between PUBG and uh, Jutsu Kaisen. So one thing I know is PUBG Mobile I know is very popular in Asia still, I believe. Yeah. And so, like, okay, an anime crossover makes sense, does it, though? <laughs> it doesn't matter how popular... If this were Fortnite, it doesn't matter the game. The point here is, like, it just feels weird. I wasn't even excited about the Naruto, like, like Fortnite crossover, right? Like, yeah. other than... I guess with Fortnite, they've had so many absurd things. Like you have LeBron James, you know, like go around. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I feel like Fortnite has started this trend where basically nothing is sacred anymore. <laughs> you know, when Thanos showed up into Fortnite, I was like, oh yeah, just there's 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 no holding back anymore. There's just no you you can't <laughs> like the, you're gonna see so, everything with everything else. <laughs> The funny thing here is just, yeah, like, like Fortnite <clears throat> making so Thanos can, like, oozy people. But now it's like you throw Naruto into the mix. And, and you know what? It's a matter of time till we see, like, you know, Yuji in the world of Fortnite. But, yeah, like this game. I did not expect a Jujutsu Kaisen crossover. This is just, like, a really random anime crossover to me. Yeah. I, I didn't expect this. I thought maybe Attack on Titan. Sure. Whatever. I thought maybe Demon Slayer even. But they went with, Juj with Jujutsu Kaisen, and I was kind of blown away by that. <laughs> and, and, so, I don't know. Like, Are, are you going to try it if you can? <laughs> I'm going to pass on this one. You know, like, uh, great for people who play PUBG Mobile. Y'all got, you know, you do your thing. 
uh, play some <laughs> Mega Me for me. I, it'd be cool if like so. I know in Fortnite you can Rasengan people. I think with Naruto, I think that's like a weapon you can pick okay. up or something like that. Uh, I don't know if that's the case in the PUBG Mobile because does that even fit with their aesthetic? Not that it fits with Fortnite's aesthetic either, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I genuinely do not know if that's like a thing that you, I, I haven't touched it. I don't know if I'm like the, the, the fanboy in me wants to see what it's like if I go around. Like, do I get to be Sukuna blast some people? <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> why not? Although technically I, I don't need to do that if I were Sukuna. I could just like, you know, actually curse them. But <laughs> yeah, there's just the fanboy in me wants to give it a whirl. But that's about it. Uh-huh. Also. Uh, another another thing I forgot to mention uh, before we started filming was uh, <laughs> did you you remember a while back we did an episode right where there's a lot of gaming and anime crossovers yes, right yes 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 and and so we, well this episode uh, I think at the, around that time we did that episode a trailer so memorable so iconic so bad and so ambitious all at the same time dropped for a game called Power. <laughs> Power World is back with trailer number two. <laughs> oh, man. Is it as good as the first one? I gotta look it this up. Is, it leans even more into the absurd. And you know what? They are aware that they're asking you. Like, they're very openly telling you. It puts you. that now, now you get a bigger idea of how, how the game works. It's putting you in the situation of, A, would, are you going to do all the world building yourselves? Or are you going to <laughs> lean into animal cruelty and force your, like your, your, your pals to do it for you? So the trade-off here is in this game, now that they've given you more information, you either A, can do it yourself and the building takes like four times as long. Or you essentially enslave a bunch of local creatures and that expedites the building process. <laughs> so it's <laughs> and some of them are, are uh, pretty, pretty rough. Like, you know, the, the original trailer had the gun assembly line. But now in this one, you have more of it. You have like the ability to sneak into buildings and, and have uh, what essentially is your Pokemon, your pals, step on the landmines for you. And as you can see from Zell's expression, he's also learning more and more about it. You can use your pals as a rifle. Like you can literally, there's like a like a toucan or something like that. You can use it as a rifle to shoot its eggs out at other pals. <laughs> you can, you, they just learned yeah. that one from Banjo Kazooie. All right, that one, that that, that, that one's been a thing. I, dude, it's, I I just watched the trailer as you were talking about it, and like, okay, yeah, yeah Gun Assembly uh, Pokemon is back. Same with like uh, these Power World right. uh, critters being like strapped to medical chairs or something i don't know about that one <laughs> like experimented on yeah there's literally one where it's like this cute little dinosaur and it just eats another one it just straight up just ate another it, yeah. pal thing and then you see uh, <laughs> a like a little critter walk across and you you have the main character behind a corner being like you know like metal, like gear, metal solid. gear solid and right? you, see, yeah. you see him walk by and then suddenly an explosion happens and you see the power <laughs> just get flung across ragdoll that hits the wall and you're like what is this game? Um, yeah, like yeah, that I, I is. Think we uh, have to play this I, at this point. Now we have to play this game. And so we, you and I, we are streaming this game. We're making some kind of video around this game because it's now. It at first the video that we saw the trailer from back then. It looked like it. You just were so blindsided. Now you get a look into the world that is Pal World. And so these uh yeah. honestly though the game the graphically looks pretty good <laughs> so yeah i you know i am uh you know how i said uh, earlier that elden ring is the most anticipated game i think this one's the dark horse for sure <laughs> oh my god because elden it's both ring dark and there world. are horses <laughs> Jeez, louise Oh, okay. Man, this well, game is so like it's so offensive. How bad this game is! But like, you take I gotta that back. Try it. I gotta try it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I might love this game. Who knows? Oh my goodness! Um, more video game news that has just come hot off the press. Uh, that isn't about animal cruelty. Um, Capcom <laughs> announced uh, Street Fighter Six, which uh, the fighting game uh, community is very hype on. There's been a lot of fighting game releases. Hype. 
but also not hype. I, I, it depends. Street Fighter is still like one of the biggest fighting game franchises of all time. And even recently uh, had a collab with Magic the Gathering and announced their secret layer cards that, that are a crossover. That secret layer is fire, dude. Yeah, so I guess the timing of it was perfect and probably planned because, uh, yeah, Street Fighter 6 was announced. They put out a little trailer. There, there isn't much shown besides like, I guess graphically, it looks very... I don't know. It looks fresh. So um, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's something that just got announced. And then also uh, more video game stuff is the Nintendo eShop for the 3DS goes offline. Um, this one is just like for me, I just wanted to shout this out because the 3DS, I, I loved the 3DS. And it's not like the 3DS is going away, by the way. I think the it's just the the eShop is going down. And so you can still download things if you need to right now. Um, like Pokemon Bank, I believe, is now free yeah. for the 3DS. But I just remember like specifically going to anime conventions with my 3ds and watching my street pass fill up with uh different people's like me's and stuff like that and i i just thought that feature bravely was awesome default. yeah bravely. did you play bravely oh, default? yeah that, yeah i played bravely the default. street pass on that was wild right like oh that was so perfect yeah you knew everyone and the grandma was playing it. <laughs> so like i there was some stuff that i i i'm realizing now like oh man why doesn't the switch have something like that but uh i wanted to shout that out um <laughs> now this last thing I, I wanted to talk about was just really quick because I just it's just ridiculous. But um so about two weeks ago, uh basically one of the Hall Live VTubers got caught up in a controversy over controversy. Uh, over not murder, not theft, not sexual harassment, no. Having a boyfriend. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, my years of simping for you. What's going to happen? And reading into it a little bit more, too, is that a lot of the controversy happened because uh, apparently uh, the VTuber received a text um, from a pretty well-known YouTuber in, in the same sort of space uh, saying, like, Michan, I'm coming home. And so people extrapolated that into, like, oh, she has a boyfriend. She's been lying to us. She is not single. How can I possibly forgive this travesty? Did she not know that this is communism and she is not someone who can have their own boyfriend? She's she's our girlfriend <laughs> collectively as a fan. I don't know, dude. I just like, it's so ridiculous. And, uh, and frankly, pretty creepy. <laughs> and she, I, I would say that that is moderately creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty creepy. <laughs> and she, uh, she was receiving like death threats over it and all this other stuff. And I just, I, I just thought it was very funny. So <laughs> I wanted to mention that. I mean, Parasocial relationships, huh? Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Dude, I... It's definitely one of those things, like, I get it, guys. Y'all are looking for your waifus, but maybe streaming VTubers aren't really there to be your waifu, you know? Like, they're just trying to be entertainers. I, I know I, I've been watching Krim for some time, and he hasn't really, like, paid attention to me, so I know how that feels, guys, but, you know... <laughs> Calm down, all right? Get out of here. Calm (laughs) down. Man, when I... Are you kidding me? I'm the one that has to sit in your chat, okay? When I watch Krim and he's complaining about his mana screw while playing Arena and complaining about the shuffler, like, it just... I know, it gets me going too, guys. I get it. But you you have to control yourselves and realize that this is all for entertainment and nothing is real on the internet, so. <laughs> I, wait, I thought our friendship was real, dude. Uh, we went over this. It's ironic, Krim. It's ironic. <laughs> I thought you were kidding! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, and so, yeah, anyways, with uh, some of the uh, news out of the way, uh, we wanted to talk about some other big kind of, like, video game releases that are... That we kind of wanted to go a little more deep on just because um, we've been playing some of these things. We're excited for some of these things. And um, and yeah, they have to do with anime and some of the spaces that we're interested in. So let's get into it. The first thing we want to talk about is the uh, the release of Kamigawa Neon Dynasty for Magic the Gathering. Obviously, Krim is a big content creator within the magic scene. I'm sort of like uh, someone tangential to it as well. And this is probably one of the biggest uh, sets to have released in recent times. I cannot remember a time 
where so many people I've seen get so hyped in so many different yeah. regards to uh, Magic the Gathering. And I think that's awesome. Like, I, I see people uh, being really happy about the drafts. Um, people are excited about Constructed um, in, in multiple different formats in Constructed. People are hyped about the anime short that they released from Wit, uh, Wit Studio, Kamigawa. Like, there's just, like, so many th- uh, different reasons to be excited about this, and it's it's amazing. They did everything right this set. I don't know how any of the other sets are going to follow when it comes to marketing, when it comes to like just like design and everything like this, this set had a lot of hype going back into it. And mostly because when you think of last Kamigawa, it was pretty miserable, right? <laughs> like standard wise, like it, you had to like pack GTAs on your sideboard to blow up opposing GTAs. Um, the legendary, legendary rule. Oh, my God. What yeah. were they thinking? <laughs> uh, I like there was just so much like and like only one mechanic was relevant, which was ninjutsu because everything else, Bushido was trash and, and all of that. So. This set, what, though, splice onto arcane despite, wasn't the coolest mechanic. Oh God, <laughs> I still don't know what the rest of that does. Um, so, I I was just so surprised at how high the, everyone's expectations were um, going into this set, though, because you know, like this this is a big plane that people have been wanting to go back to, and not only. Did they nail it from the lore front? They went out and made a visual novel, which, by the way, makes me magic canon now because I'm in it, I think. <laughs> and so I'm still waiting. That means someday soon I'll get that Crim Planeswalker. But, uh, but yeah, so we have that. And then we also have like, yeah, like a visual novel and just story, mm-hmm. just overall story, you know, with Tamio's completion, if you would. So if you haven't heard about that, go read that if you're a fan of Magic the Gathering. Uh, but the biggest thing for me to take away from this set might be the whole reason why it's even on this podcast is the they had worked and collaborated with Wit Studio to make a three minute some short that is emotionally moving, really well animated. You learn to love like there's not much story about one of the planeswalkers kaido or the wanderer but now you don't need to know anything about their life it, it, until you see the the short does it for me right they're star-crossed lovers essentially her unstable core makes it so that she can't be in any plane for too long and they've grown up as childhood fr- i'm gonna start crying right now man like okay <laughs> so like I I love that. And the animation was gorgeous. And not only that, the fight scene, you got to see Jenga Taxius <laughs> fighting. You got to see Tezzeret fighting. What? And this just the only thing that this has led me to believe is that, yo, there's a Netflix show coming out um, for magic, right? I think it's following the Gate Watch or something like that. And it and it seems like it's gonna be animated in the 3D style because they got the dude that did Transformers Prime, which was a good animated show, very much so for kids. But that style of art, I have to imagine what's going to be next for the MTG Netflix series. They're going to do that, but leave money on the table with Kamigawa. Like this anime short has shown that if you got an anime for magic, people would be there for that. Because think about it. What about the shows that are bigger than the game? Like like much bigger than their games, right? And when I say the car, uh, games, I mean their card games. You think Yu-Gi-Oh! You think Pokemon. Both have been extremely influential, uh, like, parts of our childhoods. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because there was a show we could watch. I didn't know how to play the game. All I knew was the, the show that led me to the game. Right. So this, if, if Magic went ahead and made this a real show, they would then, like, find a way to connect with the next generation. There will be kids that just watch or play the game who have no idea what the game is. They just know from the show. Kaido will, I mean, like, let's not lie. I love Jace, but if you're telling me Kaido is the face of magic for, like, little, like, teenage middle school boys and, like, Wandering Emperor is something that teenage middle school girls can strive to want to be. Dude, that's pretty rad, right? Like, and and there, I think that this is just a big bummer because you've, you've seen it right there. Like, the way that Wit Studio animated that, that had the most... Adult swim vibes, you know, like you'd watch it at night. You know, I, I could see me watching this before bed on weekends or something like that. And it would be perfect like the tsunami days. So the the short was perfect. And on top of that, it lines up with how the set had all those showcase. Like for those that don't know magic or what showcases, they had variant artworks 
that were done anime style. And they even had artists from like numerous other games. Like they had uh, um, the concept artist from Metal Gear Solid do a, an alternate art. They had Fist of the North Stars artists do one for Kaido. So it's not like the like magic went hard on this set. Yeah. And I'm just curious how any set follows this. And on and like the anime thing is the biggest miss for me. Not not that the anime short was bad. It's that holy hell, it was so good that I feel cheated. We don't have one. And the minor tidbit too: the the person singing the song in the animated short i couldn't figure out who it was but who was it josh tk from link to stishigure who's probably most well known for doing unravel from tokyo ghoul yeah dude they freaking nailed everything in this set just like top to bottom it was like executionally they just did it it feels like everything right and yeah you mentioned a lot of it like uh the bringing back phyrexia into this was awesome so for for metal uh for magic fans it's like having i don't know like dracula come back from the dead you know like there's just kind of this like oh man one of the biggest baddest uh boogeymen of all time is now like re-entered the zone we have this uh art style that we love the uh you know this anime art style that's like on printed cards for magic uh, uh the anime shore was amazing and it's by artists that we love at the, by studios that we love and like they created uh you know yeah i didn't know anything about the wanderer or uh kaido going into it and i watched that three minute video and i was like well gosh i have so many feels about them already <laughs> <laughs> so like i yeah it just uh, it was one of those things that uh it's incredible and i wonder if the success of this set um, puts like Watsi in a bit of a pickle because it's like, well, Magic's known for going across many worlds very quickly, right? Like throughout uh, right. throughout these sets, and it's like sh- maybe we should have stayed on this set just a little bit longer so that we could flesh out things a little more and you know give it a little more meat. Because I would, I, I, like you, I well, think I would be really do that in the show. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they if they want to, but I imagine they'll probably want to. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think it's the same problem that League had, which is why I thought Arcane was so interesting, which is that instead of taking a show approach that, like, goes the holistic thing of what the game represents, right? You just snapshot mm-hmm. it into one small sector of the game, right? Arcane was just about Jinx, Vi's backstory, you know, like, uh, City of Zon. Like, they just snapshot it right, into that right. point. So similarly, they could do the same thing, like make their own arcane, you know, not saying that that would be an easy feat to do, but that would be amazing for this set in particular. They wouldn't have to. Let's be honest here. I have to assume Arcane is an expensive show to make, right? Yes. And we have learned that even like Hasbro, they just recently did an earnings thing for Hasbro and they Magic was had an astronomical year when it comes to finances and how much they made. Yet it's so weird because I feel I feel like with all that money, you want to you want to break into these new markets. You want to be bigger than the game. You just take a little bit of that money. You don't even have to make the ga- like the same show that Arcane made, right? Because Arcane has a specific art style. It seems very expensive to run nine episodes at an hour long each episode, but you. You can still do anime, right? Not to say that anime art is cheaper, but I can't I, – like do you think it's probably cheaper to make an anime style magic or, or arcane style, right? I feel like arcane style definitely is probably way more financially expensive. But let's say they made an anime. They work with Wit Studio again because they've already got a running relationship now. You have the money for it. This is what you want. I am so I am trying to champion this cause and push for it because it I I am upset, dude. We don't have this anime. And how? What? Oh my god, it's literally free real estate. It's free real estate. <laughs> like like, like the, the fan base wants it. Yeah. No one is everyone like that, right? Like everyone like <laughs> everyone like that, like that so yeah. Very uh, rarely does the community just like get together, but everyone liked that. Yeah, I I would imagine it would be super dope for them to do something like that. And I mean, even even games like Dota have an anime. Yeah. So I, I hopefully, you know, uh, they figure something out because I, I really do feel like it's a big missed opportunity for them if they don't go like double down essentially on Kamigawa. So, 
Right. I'm with you, Krim. And I'm with you. And we'll see we'll see what the corporate overlords at Hasbro have to say about it, but <laughs> the, I'm just imagining Jin Gataxius in a suit. What do the people want? An anime? Don't give it to them. Tease them. <laughs> and then never give it. What is what else does Hasbro own anyways? You know, like what Transformers, G.I. Joe. Like, you know what's funny? Like Hasbro is literally getting carried by by watsi <laughs> they're like apparently they're the only ip that makes them money <laughs> so uh yeah like come on make a show <laughs> uh. yeah so i i'm hoping for the same thing man i i do hope that they uh they continue it on i just i i have these like flashbacks to when i was at riot trying to push for an animated series for uh for league of legends and uh and yeah we'll we'll see we'll see how watsi does we'll see what their what their long-term plans will be because i it'd be crazy to me to be like hey guys this uh comic also was pretty popular guys uh you think we should do that again and all the people it has were like nah we're good no. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Kamigawa. I mean, me and Krim, we, we've we both built decks from Kamigawa for Commander. We got to play some at our friend's place the other day, which was super fun. And, I, yeah, I, I'm in love with the set. It makes me... Um, makes my wallet sad but it makes me very happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i splurged a little bit <laughs> i won't lie to you <laughs> i definitely bought a few magic cards and i'm not even done because i need my wandering emperor anime art it's so hard to find along with kaido just gotta start buying just, those boxes man start doing a un- i just i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm essentially doing my own fanfic what's gonna happen is i'm gonna have those two and then i'm gonna write their love story in my deck because like you're finally reunited <laughs> on my plane it's like uh uh you ever watch um oh my god the star wars parody movie space balls and he's like playing with the figurines uh, that's that's crim yeah he's yep. Just gonna be alone in his room being like <laughs> and then someone's gonna walk through the door and be like hey cream you want to play edh and he's like oh uh yeah yeah i'm down to play edh throw the cards (laughs) just shuffle them back in oh yeah yeah yeah, just i was just gold fishing that's that's what i was doing cream i i I saw what you were doing (laughs) we've been watching you for the last 10 minutes dude (laughs) oh my god but yeah i i'm so excited and i'm excited like it really has made me want to play magic again which like as somebody who's sort of like fallen in and out of magic like this set brought me back so um yeah so that's that's uh kamigawa neon dynasty next game we wanted to talk about with uh which krim and i have been playing a little bit uh recently is lost ark uh lost ark has been yep yep. crazy i like i didn't realize to what extent this game would be popular but hey free to play mmo with amazing graphics uh i guess that that's all you need to have it be a recipe for success and also the fact that it's published by amazon means that these streamers are getting heavily pushed to play lost ark and um and yeah like uh, there's like drops so some of these streamers are getting like crazy views because people want them drops and whatnot and um mm-hmm. and yeah so me and Krim have tried the game out a little bit now and we want to give yeah. our uh, initial thoughts we haven't made it to the end game part because i know the end game is what a lot of people are excited about um but yeah what's what's uh what what are some of your thoughts on the games uh as you've played it okay so there's a reason why i i think i haven't hit the end game yet now I enjoy the game, right? But the problem here is every now and then gameplay breaks out in the middle of your cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, though, I think that the game so far has been battles, like battling system, like uh, whatnot, has been amazing. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed the way the, like, the spe- like, so I'm playing Sorcerer, um, and, and, and I am a huge spellcaster kind of guy, so... I really like the way the spells feel, um, the play style, uh, even the channeling effects feel good. So it's been fun playing that, right? But the problem is the the MSQ, the main story quests, are such slogs. I feel like the, the, the biggest issue I have with the game, I like I like the game. I hate everything that the game tries to make me do, like, like watch the story, because the voice acting, in at least English, is terrible it is 
the worst voice acting like I've ever heard. Like I can't like I think we were playing it and I just couldn't help but mock it because the whole time it was just a bunch of cheese just like forced down my ear holes, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, come on. Who who's doing these voice lines, the right? Voice direction and, in the show reminds me of like like hentai games, you know, the ones that just like get, uh, on, I don't know what you mean. What are you talking I, about? It's just like, Hey summoner. Hey, click on me for a good time. <laughs> it's like with the direction of all the female voices and every they, dude is just they like, actually say that. <laughs> they do actually say that. Like, hey traveler. <laughs> Where you headed? Hey, travel. Hey, traveler. Where you headed? You shut up. You leave me alone. But that's that's the quality of voice acting we've got, at least voice direction wise, too. Right. And and so you have that. And then you have. So my other gripe with this is. So we kind of touched up on this ourselves. But so there, there are gender locked classes. I think that's kind of weird. Um, and then on top of that, cause like in, in most games that I play, I don't know about you, but I try to make my character, but well, in another world, I essentially isekai myself. Right. And I think that that it adds a lot to the immersion for me and a lot more of the fun. And when I go to another game, I don't want to be locked into a, well, gender lock classes and two, a human. <laughs> and people are like, but you have elves. I'm like, you mean the pointy ears that is there for more sexual appearances than anything else, really? Because I feel like that's like not even close to it being an elf, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, you can turn yourself purple. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I, I think when you play these kind of games, the one thing I love is being like the fantasy creatures, like the other races and stuff. Like I love being a Lollafell because I'm like a little potato, right? But I'm like a Lollafell version of me. Uh, when I'm going into like, wow, I was undead, right? So <laughs> I just hate the idea of playing humans and nothing pulls me out of a game more than being a human because humans suck. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for sure. They're, for sure. I mean, do. I, mean uh, and- I, I, I completely understand like where you're coming from, right? Like when you play video games, like part of it is just like playing an extension of yourself and it brings you out of that immersion when you can't really vibe with your own character, you know? So, uh, right. yeah, gender lock classes, besides just like it being slightly misogynistic that you can't heal and play a healer class without being a woman. You bet my sweet cock is on its way. <laughs> yeah. And you can't tank unless if you're a dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'd, I'd like yeah. Besides that, which has its own barrel of issues, just like, I'm forced to play characters that I don't really like personally attach myself to, which is weird. Like yeah. when I play Final Fantasy 14, my character is me or what I would right, lo- love right. to be. <laughs> so, sure, yeah. Um, and having that customization, I think, is like a huge appeal to me, especially for an MMO. Um, so, yeah, I, I hear you on that for sure. I... I don't even know what they're trying to hint at here, right? Is this some weird thing like, oh, well, only girls can be spellcasters. It's like, have they ever eaten a fireball to the face? <laughs> that is that is genderless. <laughs> that is genderless. That is pain. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, man. Like, right? Like, isn't that just, like, kind of dumb? Like, I, I, I don't understand. And I think that's because it is a game that's rooted in, an, in, like, maybe other cultures, right? So it comes from other cultures so that maybe things are a little bit different. I think I do. Um, uh, I think I did hear that that was one of the things that they were going to address um, as soon as they can. I think the Western publisher, hmm. at least, had said something about that with Lost Ark about, like, hey, guys, we hear you and we get that it's a problem and we want to change it. So that's... I, I don't have a source on that, but I do remember someone saying that to me and I was like, okay, that's... That's awesome because that, I don't know. I just, like I said, I want to vibe with my character and I get it. Some people only play MMOs to stare at their character's ass. Nothing wrong with that. That's fine. That's, you know, that's that's, totally fine. That's the way you want to do it. But for me personally, like I want to stare at my ass, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's the difference. Interesting. Can I, uh, so we're going to quote that. We're we're just going to, uh, we're we're just going to move on really quick. Um, I'm going to save this video and I'm going to just edit it myself. (laughs) What, uh, what, what stuff have you liked about the game? Well, okay. Well, actually there's one more thing I don't like. So speaking of the immersion of your character, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to get into the character that you're playing. A problem that I had was the fact that, well, okay, I don't know why, but all the armor is the same. 
right? Like it does. So like if, as in, if I were to go loot this random uh, trash mob, I get a new piece of gear, but the, the, the model of the, 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 the skin of the armor is exactly the same as the one before. Mm. So they really didn't do enough to like differentiate all the gear. Right. And I thought that was kind of whack. So I, I do, I will say though, um, like, you know, like, that's a big part of it, right? Because, I mean, coming from Final Fantasy where, you know, fashion is endgame. In World of Warcraft, what did I do first before even trying to get a tune to raid? I made sure I looked good, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you know, like, that's that's big. I, I feel like that's almost common knowledge now. Mm-hmm. Amongst most MMO games, your glam game is got, has got to be, like, deep, right? And they didn't do a good job with that so far. Yeah. Now, I've started with a lot of negatives, Right. And I've only stated one positive, but the one positive, the one thing I love about this game is the gameplay. It's so good that I slogged through 37 levels of this. I, I am normally a person that doesn't play these kind of games. Uh, the top down look, I didn't like Starcraft too. I didn't like a lot of those kind of games, right? I only liked Warcraft surprisingly, but this game does have a, like a huge element of fun. Um, there's parts of it that where it's just like absolutely beautiful. Like I cannot believe a game can look this good, um, from, from this like top down kind of play style on top of that, the battle system seems like I cannot wait because for, for PVP, I, although I haven't done PVP, I have heard from my community and, you know, tons of friends, everybody that the PVP is dope. Um, and even the rating, the end game is dope. And I got a sense of that while playing some of the dungeons. Well, with you, right? Like, we did some... You, so, for those that don't know, you have the option of going normal, like, difficulty, or you can, like, kick it up a notch, right? You up the difficulty of a dungeon or whatever. It ups the, the like, the loot, right? The rarity of the loot and all of that. So, I really liked what I got from playing the game. It's so good that it allows me to almost overlook a lot of it. I don't know about the longevity of it. Like, will I continue playing? I don't know. Because that depends on the changes they, they will make, right? Mm-hmm. Now, for right now, I am willing to slog through all the, the crap just to get to, like, more gameplay. Because the gameplay is addicting. So, I, I, I know that I've only stated one thing, but legitimately, the gameplay is really good. Uh, the battle systems, the spell casting, I, I don't know, because you play more of a melee class, right? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, like you're like you're a, like a long range. You shoot a gun. I shoot a gun, right? but it's like a shotgun. So I like have to, I'm basically right. playing a melee. Um, yeah, you're like ranged melee. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, sure. But like like despite that, they have done a good job of making every class feel pretty fun to play. Yeah, I, I think um, I was really surprised because I think a lot of these top down like Diablo type games, the combat can mm-hmm. be pretty mind numbing where you're like just right. spamming the same abilities to uh, a horde of monsters and they just all blow up and you're just getting gear to blow them up faster. And, um, I thought the, I thought it was going to be pretty stale, but then I played it and I was, uh, I was like surprised. I was like, Oh, okay. Like my character needs to get behind enemies to do more damage. Cause I have like a backstab bonus. There's like, uh, mm-hmm. s- different types of status inflictions that you'll have to do on certain types of enemies where like, there's like a thing called destruction and you're supposed to use those type of abilities to hit, uh, uh, armored enemies. There's like stagger, uh, which, uh, helps you break, um, certain casts of bobs. So there's like a lot of in-depth things that like, I'm just scraping the surface of in the game. And that's exciting. You know, as, as someone who likes in, in-depth combat systems, I think this game has a lot of opportunity to showcase your skill. That's great. Do you think that, like, do you think that changes, eventually like maybe it's fun now but it still feels because for me it still feels like my brain is turned off while playing this now maybe that's just because my brain is permanently off but (laughs) the thing here is i feel like playing the game the fact that there's no rotation there's no nothing right there's just uh oh like the the i think where the the depth comes from is like like lining up your spell book essentially because you have a limited number of slots where you put the spells yeah and that's it right so I, but because there's no rotation, do you worry that it gonna, it's going to get too easy? Like I, I granted that this could all change my point of view and all that once I get to end game in PVP. So I went ahead and watched, you know, so, uh, there's a guy, it, this was, this has been going through the Final Fantasy community a bit when Lost Ark was, had first come out and some guy came out with a video that was called like 
how hard is Lost Ark raiding? And I sat and watched it. It's like a long video, and he goes through like one of the endgame raids for Lost Ark. And I was watching it, and I was okay. like, okay, this game gets really hard, real like I like I was I was very surprised, and I was like, that's the part of the game I want to touch because yeah, you don't have a rotation. Uh, but essentially you're constantly having to dodge things and sneak in damage okay. while you're doing it. And so like you might actually have all your abilities off cooldown to hit your bot, uh, hit the boss because you don't have an opportunity to breathe. You're just like constantly trying to dodge things, get in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so like that part of the gameplay, I was like, okay, this seems actually pretty exciting. You know, I, I don't need a rotation. I just need, I, I have to just juggle how to not die and do the most damage I can, you know? And I think that's, that's, that's genuinely very cool. And, um, I think compared to like final fantasy 14, where like you have a very strict rotation and uh, mechanics are very right. strict in this game. It's far more like, uh, it's more like Twitch gameplay where you're like, do I, do I have time for this? Do I like, how fast are my reactions to dodge this mechanic? And, um, and so you're, you're juggling a lot of like, uh, on the fly decision making whereas like Fall Fantasy is more like make the wrong decision and cry about it for the next like five minutes as you're raiding right um, I do that actually <laughs> quite often as we raid together now you, you've heard me cry yeah. down, no! Fall Fantasy 14 plays like a rhythm uh, like a rhythm game like DDR where like you have the patterns coming at you you know what the pattern is you're supposed to execute it to the maximum that you can of your ability and like mistakes are heavily punished. This game feels much more like, uh, I don't, I don't know more like a, just like a bullet hell game, right? You're just like trying to dodge all these things that are coming at you and sneaking in the damage that you can while playing. And that part of it is very exciting to me from a PVE standpoint. And I like that a lot, but what also what's exciting about it is the PVP side, which I've been seeing more and more clips of recently. Mm. And that plays much more like, um, if you've ever played arena, uh, like arena brawlers, like battle, right? Bloodline champions. Uh, they're incredibly fun PVP games where kind of like, uh, lost Ark, you play a character, they have like a specialized kit and you're trying to work together. Like, um, to, you know, kill your opponents. And, um, it's very, very skill intensive. And, uh, I haven't done it yet in lost Ark, but, because of the way that the characters are designed and based off of the way the game uh, plays, I can imagine it being pretty close to feeling like one of those games, which I think is really exciting. Um, that said, I haven't actually got there. So I'm saying a lot of the stuff off of hearsay. The stuff that I can actually talk about is the leveling experience so far and um, okay. how satisfying things have been on that front. Like you mentioned, the story is dog water. It's like... I don't care about any character. You're just like a person who is a side character in someone else's hero's journey. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of wow ish that way where like, wow, uh, you're kind of a, you're like a elite soldier in the army of someone more important. And they're the ones who drive the story. And, uh, and I actually dislike that now having come from final fantasy 14 a little bit where like you are actively part of the story. I like that a lot. And this game, it feels much more like you're just, you just kind of happen to be there at the right time and you're really good at fighting. So I guess like you're, I don't know, you're doing stuff too, I guess. Um, so from a story point, like not only is it that from the character point of view, you're like, I'm not that invested in my character cause I can't really control the way my character looks cause the glam isn't really appealing to me and you might be gender locked off the, you know, cl- the class that you want to play uh, or like the gender mm-hmm. that you want to play as. But then on top of that, the story means that you are also not that important in the long run besides the fact that you kill stuff good. So, you know, like so they do everything they can to make you not interested in your own character. Yeah. And so like when I'm going through <laughs> with the leveling experience, I'm just mashing escape G and left click, which are all ways to skip through cutscenes. Cause you're just like, please let me get through this. Please let me get through this. I just want more abilities because I want to level up my skills and do big, big booty blasts, you know, on, on, on more enemies. They That's it. Big booties. Yeah. Big They've booty blasts. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your character definitely has a big booty. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, uh, like, I, okay. I, I know that I said that I can't be my character, but also the character I did made. She's hot. She's hot. Like, Oh my God. Like, Oh my God. Everyone looks like every girl looks like a, a, a K pop star. And, and, 
and and then every dude looks like what you imagine when a chiseled man comes through like yeah like, every, every know, dude like, is chuck norris uh plus <laughs> like the rock mixed together yeah yeah uh, super chat <laughs> super chat uh and so so yeah anyways the like the story part of it the lore part of it makes I, I just i'm so separated from it and it's hard mm-hmm. for me to want to care about it um the things I'll say that have been really awesome are some of the dungeon set pieces are amazing. I love there was a section of the game I played where you're going through this dungeon and you come across like this giant demon thing and you're crawling up this building and it's like chasing you and pops out uh, from the center to like uh, do some damage and you're fighting it and then you keep going across the this like spiraling tower. And I was like, this is so um I don't know, dynamic in a way that like Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14 dungeons are not. And I was I was really amazed by how they can make the game feel like that, even though uh, 90% of the game otherwise is just walking through really long corridors that they call maps uh, to yeah. talk to the next NPC. Um, but like when when you get to the dungeons that are exciting, like, man, they they're so great. And then you're back to hallway simulator and uh you're playing mario party with escape g and left click uh again and <laughs> trying to mash your way to victory you know you're apm gaming yeah. legit. you are you are trying to click as fast as you can like you can yeah so that said i'm i am gonna probably continue playing lost ark and seeing i i want a taste of what endgame looks like because uh some of my friends who are you know big raiders in final fantasy 14 they're like oh it is great it does take up a lot of your time but it is a like a really rewarding experience and even if i don't stick with the game like i want to at least see what that's like personally so i've i've heard personally from others that have been raiding is that it's a huge time sink to even get attuned and to get into the raid mm-hmm. So that is a concern for me. Yeah. Um, you know, between multiple games already that like, I don't know how many time sinks you can afford in your life, yeah. but if, if you can afford this time sink, I, I heard it's rewarding, but I, I'm intimidated by how much time is needed to get even into rating. So I will continue playing only to get into PVP so that I can teabag in game. <laughs> I want to know how many people like how many games do you juggle that have dailies, right? Cuz I'm playing Final Fantasy 14, that's the only game that I do dailies for. But like I know there are people who are playing, you know, Genshin Impact which uh has right. dailies. I mean, even Valorant has dailies uh you know for their battle pass I mean, and stuff. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh Magic the Magic. Gathering, yeah. Right. Uh every game has dailies now and that's the problem. Like I think that that's its own topic because, like, dailies are becoming a thing where it forces users to, like, log in, right? And and that is kind of annoying. I think, like, there's only a few games that should probably – that warrant the dailies. Yeah. But and, – and I get why they're doing it, but I think only a few games should have it. Mm-hmm. And and then then there's there's dailies, but then I've heard Lost Ark is like dailies plus, because you also have to like manage your own farm or whatever that thing is. Yeah. That looks like a mobile game, and and then you also like it really does have mobile game vibes. Like I like cannot believe it. Yeah, but yeah. They, so they like took the dark arts from mobile gaming and inserted it into the game. You know, like you have yeah. you have the uh, stronghold, which is kind of like the garrison in WoW, where like you mm-hmm. have your own little city that you. Build, but yeah. it's got like these little things that want you to check back in every you know so often like uh you're researching your uh like building capability thing and it takes like eight hours so it wants you to come back in eight hours you can send out your crew members on uh on like little ships to get uh, materials that happens every two yeah. hours so technically to be optimal you want to be coming back to the game every on two it. hours and then you've got you need that by the way yeah in order to raid you need that so you're constantly doing that. You have guardian raids that you're supposed to do. You're chaos dungeons every day. So Lost Ark really heavily leans on mobile game flavor, which I'm not happy about. That's actually, yeah, that's that's honestly probably the biggest reason why there's no way. There's no way I can stick with this game. I actually, like, even though Final Fantasy XIV has dailies, they're, like, so optional that I almost never care about doing them. And like, yeah, I, you can still enjoy the game without them, right? Like, and I can even do late game without them for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, how Lost Ark develops. I'm very curious with Elden Ring around the corner, which we'll talk about pretty soon here. Like, 
are people do you think lost ark is going to continue its hype even past elden no. ring no fully no Damn. um just just it's easy right i mean like we had just mentioned how many times sinks do people have yeah <laughs> on top of that i i think that lost ark probably has its core fan base people will play it yeah but elden ring's gonna take over mm-hmm. lost ark is just what's hot right now it'll have its fan base it'll still be popular like i i i don't know if it'll like do you see it being a game that stays around forever like like past these next initial like month or two i don't know you know again like i think games that require you to play it constantly do have a shorter shelf life because i don't think the general person has enough time and only only desires to play one game for the rest of their lives you know like that's that's like literally why people burnt out of wow is because wow was like that wow was a game that just demanded all of your free time you're not a uh video game player you're a wow player and like uh I, i think that's like how it is for lost ark from what i've seen is like I don't play video games. I just grind my dailies. <laughs> and and I, that's the that's the part of the thing that I think is like a super turnoff. And I don't know if they'll pull that back. Again, Lost Ark has a Korean developer. Korean games are notorious for wanting to take up all your game time and all your free time and all your hopes and dreams and cash and your, you know, I don't know. You might have to miss your wedding, yeah. whatever it is, because you I'm got sorry, your honey. ship's coming back. My ship's coming back. Uh, it kind of landed right when we're supposed to say our vows. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, uh, the homies need me for this guardian raid. Uh, I will, I will be back. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the longevity of this game is. But um, that said, I, I still I'm still curious enough that I want to give it a chance. But I'll probably yeah. stick to playing Final Fantasy 14 because like that I can just raid very casually and still be very happy with. So, yeah. And that's the main thing you, they've done. So like to kind of just round out without reiterating too much. I think like like my closing thoughts on Lost Ark are it just too much time, uh, too much of a time sink. Um, and then on top of that, they do everything in their power to make you not interested in the character that you're playing. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, there, there's waifus all over the place. So I guess that's cool. Uh, I, and I, I can't wait to see what the PVPing is like. But, uh, yeah, I, I see me playing that for the for like for now. Yeah. Uh, for the short term. But we'll, we'll see what happens six months down the line. For sure. All right. And speaking of the uh, last thing that we're going to talk about in today's episode, we have Elden Ring, which comes out this weekend or when this video comes out uh, the weekend before. And uh, I'm super hyped about this. Like, basically, I think From Software has just now earned a core dedicated group of fans who just since dark souls one will play whatever they put out. I mean, they're they it's so funny because like they're type of game that they put out are so singular and have very similar yeah. play experiences, right? Dark Souls uh, 1, 2, and 3. You have Demon Souls, which is the predecessor. You have Bloodborne, which is another, you know, Soulsborne game. And Sekiro, another Soulsborne game. And now, finally, we've landed on Elden Ring. And I've been hyped about this since the trailer uh, comes out uh, came out. And based off of the things that they've said, like, this is the first time that in from software's career really that they've done a true open world experience game and i think that's a i think that's i know some people might go and say like oh isn't dark souls open world already and like it kind of is but it's pretty like if you're just starting out in those games i find the experience pretty linear because like there's usually a couple paths open to you but there's like a very very much like brighter and easier path to take and a much deep I, I don't i don't know have you played much of uh the dark souls games Krim? i'm, I'm kind of curious i've only played a little bit of the dark souls games so not enough to like because armor is a big part to what draws me into a game <laughs> i thought the armor looked boring <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't just play naked that's what i that's what all the people oh, do oh, maybe that's what i need to do <laughs> i i i enjoyed the gameplay though the the first the first dark souls was fun or no no sorry i didn't start with one i started i played three okay three was the first my first entry into the like any of the dark souls stuff 
Gotcha. So I don't know anything about lore. I don't know anything about that. I've, I just went into it solely for gameplay. Uh, but uh, Sakuru, like that one, I, I, I forgot the name of oh, it. Oh, Sakuru? Yeah, that one, yeah. Sakuro, like that one, I did play. That one was fun. Yeah, I I love Sekiro. It was way more um, active gameplay compared mm-hmm. to Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and uh, the aesthetic was sick in that one. Um, and right. so I, this is a this is again a little different because like Dark Souls is very I don't know uh, medieval like uh, Western Europe sort of feel. Yeah. Um, and Sekiro was obviously very like Japanese focused. But then Elden Ring has sort of like a uh, like a Viking sort of vibe to it. Like they have the mm-hmm. ancient tree in the background, which I assume it may yeah, be Yggdrasil. something like Yggdrasil. Yeah, Yggdrasil. I don't know it. So like this one also has sort of a Yg- different Yggdrasil. vibe. Yeah, Egg Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, the paths if you're in Attack on Titan. Oh, wait, that's a... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, Krim, you never heard anything from me. You need to catch up on Attack on Titan. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fine. So, it's fine. I'm going to yell, yeah, yell at you later. <laughs> I'm, I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the open worldness. I was kind of concerned, not going to lie, when I first heard that it was open world because, like, I think open world games have a tendency to not actually um, utilize an open world very well. And it just creates a lot of empty space that happens. You that, know, that is a huge concern of mine. Because um, yeah. like the thing about when you play Dark Souls, everywhere you go, it feels like the developers have created a very particular set piece in every single room in Dark Souls. Like, OK, you walk through this corridor into this room there's one sneaky motherfucker who's going to come at you from the left and you don't see him there's a trap to the right side so when he knocks you from the left he'll get knocked into the trap and instantly die so you're gonna learn that as you die for the first time right and so like i i feel like dark souls is very good about creating these intricate uh like set pieces throughout the uh throughout the game and so by being right. open world i wonder if it's gonna lose the sort of like intenseness that dark souls has. Cause like dark souls, it like every single area that you get into feels like it's just full of like <laughs> obstacles that you need to go through. Right. Um, and like, you feel like there's definitely predetermined dangers and, and things like that. Right. So you kind of, this time we're going to see how much of that matter, or like how much of that comes into play here. Yeah. Right? Cause and yeah. Yeah, like that that's one of the things that I'm kind of curious about because Dark Souls 3, the one that I played, was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh it it didn't quite hook me, but I, that's cuz I normally like the open world thing. Yeah. Right? So, but like you had mentioned, almost every game that's like open world feels like it just says that for the sake of saying it mm-hmm. and it doesn't really actually seem like it's designed for open world. But and and another thing that I my concern is like our Elden Ring has the same armor set look that kind of it doesn't look like it's very spellcaster friendly. It looks like it's very melee brute force, right? Which makes sense because of the playstyle. But the one thing you that can does play draw casters. me, you can, you can play casters. But do, did you play Skyrim? Yeah. Skyrim is a fun game. It is a very fun game. It has bugs, but it's a very fun game. The spellcasting, just like in dra- uh, if you play Dragon Age, some of the most fun gameplay ever, but most awful looking costume design for a spellcaster and i i think that's probably going to be more of that right more of that now i will say that what makes up for the terrible aesthetics for me so far is that the monsters look badass oh yeah every every monster i've seen from elden ring looks so much cooler than a majority of the other souls games that i've seen like design wise Mm -hmm. so i have absolutely like that is the biggest intrigue for me so i'm here i'm gonna ignore my character and what it looks like it's going to be a non-factor i'm just gonna imagine as this like three polygon moving thing right and then i'm gonna look at the boss where i'm like oh yeah give me that gray dragon or whatever that is or 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 whatever horse monster like i am here for that i love the jar man the little jar man like yeah like see i've been i've been looking around looking at what it what what it could look like gameplay wise so I am liking the bosses, and that is the main thing. As someone who loves playing Monster Hunter for, well, the monsters, because God knows Monster Hunter armor also looks kind of like, yeah, to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that that one, this this game does a good job with creature design, and that's going to be the thing that carries me uh, and through the gameplay. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I, I think for me, like, I 
I never really gravitated to the spellcaster side of Dark Souls games, so that 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 for me isn't as big of an issue. But uh, I I just hope that it's good, and I I think one of the traps uh, again going back to the open world thing is like you know Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. It's open world, but it's so linear in how the game actually plays out. You better not say anything about a Majora's Mask, okay? Majora's Mask is godly every step of the way. I I think it's a fantastic game, but uh, actually, I would say Majora's Mask suffers from this anyways less than Ocarina of Time, uh, which is that, like, Ocarina of Time, it gives you the illusion of open world, but is actually, in fact, just super linear, and I'm I'm curious if Elden Ring is going to fall into that, too, because, like, in Ocarina of Time, it's like, Okay, you have to do the temples in order. So even if you can travel everywhere, you're locked anyways until you get the bow that which will unlock the slingshot, right. which will unlock the right. you know whatever. So um, yeah, I, I I hope Elden Ring lives up to its tale. I hope that the game uh, is as fantastic as everyone hopes it is. I I am praying to like I know everybody. Every gamer in the world has been hurt by a pre-order. I know people, I know there's hurt in your heart here about the last time you pre-ordered something. I, God forbid if any of you guys uh, pre-ordered on like Cyberpunk or something like that. I know there's hurt in our hearts. <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I know I the gaming, the, ga- <laughs> the gaming community so has hurt you. reserved. <laughs> I'm so like I've been hurt so many times, yeah. right? From Cyberpunk, Resident Evil Six. I am, I am just so concerned. I'm not even trying to hype it up for myself. I'm just gonna play it. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna buy the. I the bought super deluxe the edition. biggest, yeah, the biggest deluxe edition. Cause like Cyberpunk is gonna be it, dude. I will never have to play another game. God, this game is so bad; it barely even works. So I'm, I'm. Oh god! I don't, I don't. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't think Elden Ring could be as bad as Cyberpunk. Yeah, I don't think it could be. Um, however, <laughs> knock on wood, crimp. <laughs> I mean, knock on wood, but there's, there's no way, right? There's just no possible way it could be as bad as like Cyberpunk. So, like, because at least Cyberpunk. You know, like, Elden Ring looks like it's completed. It wasn't like, oh, shareholders want you to drop the game now. So, like, it was like Elden Ring seems like it was actually done. Yeah. Like, when it was supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk was just released because shareholders and all that stuff were wanting the game out now. Mm-hmm. Because, it, because like, there's a meme that happened on the, the Cyberpunk trailer. I remember it's, like, things that have happened since Cyberpunk's announcement. And it had a timeline. <laughs> it's, like, the PS5 had come out before. Oh, man. <laughs> and, like, there's so... And, like, you should read the comments on the Cyberpunk trailer. It's hilarious. Somebody did a chronological big major event in the gaming industry that had happened happened in its announcement and then when it was actually released huh interesting yeah i'm hoping the same okay but let's i just i don't want to get hurt again but i do think elden ring will probably be okay probably right do you i mean sure maybe we'll we'll find by the time this video airs i guess we'll find out but uh i i do wonder though like will your computer be able to handle it it's like it's requirements like video games now are requiring you like cyberpunk. I had to get a full system upgrade to play cyberpunk <laughs> and I will say that. Oh my God, I regret it. But the thing here is I did a full system upgrade just to play that game. Now the requirements for Elden Ring is pretty beefy. Now there there's what's considered playable, but that's like how, how cyberpunk said, Oh, you could technically play it on a 1050 or something like that. Yeah. That's trash. Like that's trash. Like it's literally like not possible to play it. I have the recommended. I have these system requirements here. Okay, so this is what they say is the minimum system requirements: an i5, sure. twelve gigs of RAM, a ten sixty or equivalent, right? Uh, DirectX twelve and sixty gigs of storage. So actually, the minimal requirements are pretty beefy, I would say. I mean, not an i7 and stuff, but uh, but yeah, here are the recommended system requirements. An i7, which is worrisome, yeah, right? Because that's just the because re- they usually say the recommended, but that's like on the end of it barely functioning, right? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here it's an i7, which that's that's what I got, man. I don't know, 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, I don't know where spare RAM where I don't know uh, 1070 on graphics and 60 gigs of storage. So like my PC just barely eclipses those, you know, 
We'll see. We'll see. Because remember, I thought that too, but my 2080 Super couldn't play Cyberpunk. <sighs> okay. Uh, I it, hopefully. Man, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna find out, but yeah, like so I, I think I think outside like that's the biggest thing for me now. I'm I'm hoping video games can kind of learn find a way to optimize it on on its release. Because PC gamers are gonna be struggling. However, if you want to, you can always just play it on the PS5 or something instead. Yeah. Uh that I mean if you were one of the lucky human beings that even got one. So because I still don't have my PS5. But yeah. I don't have a PS5 so, either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we're tr- I'm, I am trying. By God, am I trying. Um, but yeah, like a, a, anything, any other thoughts uh, as we kind of round out the episode? No, I mean, I just think, uh, you know, Q1 of 2022 has already had so much like big news in entertainment, right? With, um, I, mm-hmm. I think, just in our space, right? Like anime, uh, there's been fantastic i mean we our last episode was about the fact that we think that we might be in a generationally high shonen you know peak for anime we have elden ring we have pokemon arceus which did numbers we have this magic set which has been maybe some of the uh one of the best sets in previous years uh like so many things are sort of like record breaking uh so yeah big good it's a good time to be a gamer good time to be an anime fan it's a good time to be a degenerate and uh yeah degen nerd gamer yeah we any of it all of it's good right so i at this point now i am just excited for uh for elden ring and i am going to be binging that when it comes out uh this weekend so that's pretty much it. I, and uh, like, I guess my closing thoughts on this is a little like along the lines of the same. I am more, I'm less optimistic. I'm more reserved and concerned uh, about lots of things. Uh, I do, I do think that the games that we like, the the animes that we've had have been killer. Um, you know, Magic's most recent, like Kamigawa set. If you if you yourself haven't played Magic, go get it on Arena. Uh, it at least teaches you the basics of the game. And then, uh, like like try the game for yourself. If you can even get a hold of physical product, if that's somehow possible because that stuff's like flying off the shelves um but yeah like so congrats to like magic for killing it congrats to like lost ark for being so popular on twitch and we're gonna hope that it sticks around but it's gotta have a it's gonna have a lot of updates in order for it to like be something to last for a little bit longer than a few months yeah and elden ring i am i am i am concerned the most about but we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play and we're gonna see it then and other than that um Dude, holy crap, we did, I think this is like what, our our first official episode that mixes in a little bit more um, than anime. As we had mentioned, we've been wanting to grow the podcast in multiple directions. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to continue to do that. So, uh, you know, but it, we're, we're obviously still weebs at the end of the day, so they're still the core. But, you know, uh, look for more content from us, whether it's magic uh, movies, anime, video games, Zell's feet picks, uh, or, or, you know, anything <laughs> along those lines, you know, also we should be getting a Patreon set up soon because, you know, uh, we'd really appreciate the sport. Uh, you know, like we love having, making content for you and we want to continue doing that. So yeah, we're, uh, we're working that Patreon up. So keep an eye on all of our socials and everything along the way. Yeah. We've to, also been posting on our TikTok, a la crim. So, uh, check out our TikTok as well. And yeah, other than that, thanks for listening in, guys. Thanks for watching the video. And, uh, you know, as, as always, comment uh, about your favorite games that are coming up on anything. Like, do the things. Oh, it helps us a ton. Uh, helps us get on the algorithm on things. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching, guys. Pow, pow world. We're going to play that. We're going to play that. We're going to play that. <laughs> All right. Peace. <laughs> Dude, Power World.